20 past seven. I'm supposed to finish at eight and I'm not happy. The choir is taking all the time. But we're going to have a great time in the presence of God. We have two hours to spend according to protocols and we'll keep to the protocol of the nation. And I believe that God is up to something awesome. I want to read you a scripture about the future that God has for us before we get into the word. We thank God for the senior pastor of this house, Reverend Dennis, for the privilege he's accorded me to be part of this great conference. I feel part of it because as I teach, as I preach, I learn so much. As I study, I realize that there is so much that I didn't know before. And so we are all partakers of this great venture as we make provisions for the future. And the future is great. The future is bright because there is a breaker. Hallelujah. In Micah chapter 1, Micah 2, verse 13, the one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate. They will go out by it. The king will pass before them. And the Lord, with the Lord at their head. Hallelujah. The one who breaks open, the one who breaks up before us, Oh, hallelujah. God himself is passing through the gate ahead of us. He's the king and he's the one that has given us the privilege. He's gone ahead of us in 2021, 22. He knows the future and that is why he has come into the present to hold our hands, to direct us, to cause us to walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise men redeeming the times because the days are very evil. And then we say, Don't read me, you know, by the Amayan. The Baba Modena said, Your days is no bear you, ma. Mijinamo, Ada, Sopani, Awofia, and then one year can win your ass, say, Wakonya, what dear mammy. It's answers a brisa, you know, me, Sienna, me, and some more, Mansu Abuami, a pajamin, the Kenyame, Nanya, my own Yame, and I'm so editor, my yet channel, so no, a idea, men so. A pejame namikokain. Nambasamino share same for you or Mika, a tea emunun jimu edumian sano. O chafu no dimu or nim refroaba. O bok kiri didi. Sene fa crop nomu. Na wafa mu free a divio. Na wang hene sene diwanim na a radi diwan kind. Yes, I say yang and kind before any oboy any radinti. When you say a dachin, aye from from. Ya dachin ye dia, ebe yit ye ye, ye dachin aye nia, ebe maniemina, atoto sania, yes, shepepepe. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Eternal Father, we are so grateful. You're the way maker, you're the miracle worker, the promise keeper. We are confident that you, you will keep every promise that you've made to us concerning the future. And the plans that you have for us. So tonight, we commit our lives into your hands. We ask that your spirit will take charge. That we will leave your presence understanding the season that we find ourselves. As sons of Issachar, knowing the times. Oh, hallelujah. Knowing the times 
uh, understanding the times and knowing what we ought to do. Father, we thank you that we will understand the times and we will know what we ought to do in the future that you have for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, have your own way and cause us, my God, to imbibe and to embrace and to know how to can position ourselves for that extra oil that you have made provision for us. In the matchless name of Yeshua, we have prayed. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Let's all sit in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Today is day two of our conference. Yesterday, we, we, we learned about uh, the importance of knowing the times that we find ourselves and the season that God has accorded us. And what we have to do to prepare ourselves as vessels unto honor for noble purposes. The Bible says in the great house, there are vessels. In the great house, in the, in the kingdom of God, which is the great house, there are vessels. As you and I sit here, every one of us is a vessel in the hands of God. And the importance and the value that we put on the word of God will determine how worthy we are in the hands of our king. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And I believe that this convention has been put together by the presence, by the power of God, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, according to the purposes of God for this assembly and for all the hearers, hearers, so that we will come into understanding that we make make ourselves how we want God to use us in his house and in in his kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 25, please. Today the main theme was in the verse 4, but I want to read from the verses 1. You see, Jesus was very merciful in, in his attempt to make us understand how the kingdom of God looks like. He came teaching us parables 
upon parables upon parables. And these parables were such that it simplified the message he wanted to share with humanity. In the verses, from the verses 1 up to the last verse, there were different aspects of how he wanted us to understand what the kingdom of God looks like. But in this particular um, uh, version of the likeness or the likelihood of the kingdom of God, he says, The kingdom of God shall be likened to ten virgins who took the alarms and went out to meet the bridegroom. Verses 2, Now five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. Three, and those who were foolish took the alarms and took no oil with them. Four, but the wise took, took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Five, but while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Six, and at, at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out and meet him. Hallelujah. Amen. And I Woke <laughs> Such a profound scripture. I remember growing up in Sunday school, Pastor Eunice, and um, we were going to act the play the Ten Virgins. And so our Sunday school teacher, um, Printed out, ripped out ten papers, and then five wise and five foolish. She didn't want to make any discriminations, so she put it down and she said, "Everyone pick one." And uh, my big sister and I were in the same group of actors for the ten virgins. This is this uh, scripture is very very important to me because whilst everybody was speaking, I picked one. And by the grace of God, I picked the act of a wise virgin. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, okay, it's all right. And so, I believe that God in his wisdom um, has called us. He, the Bible says, for those he foreknew, he predestined that they'll conform to the image of his son. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that you and I have been predestined to conform to the image of Christ. And that is why he has given us this privilege. That we will be wise. We will be wise virgins. Yesterday I said that. And it's not. that You know when you hear about virgins. Everybody think about women. But this is talking about the church of God. This is talking about the kingdom of God. And I need all the men to understand that. This scripture doesn't just. Refer to women. But all of us. Who hear the word of God. And all of us. Who are part of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Bible can say, 
wa shada esiesie won adisie ye se baye na ye ba besa ne doba ekro no na kai me bere bia na ye ye sa adwuma de yi ye di ehu adwuma ye kire e wa sori na ye kire se mabunu edu ebiye enyasafo ne nkwasiafo no enipa du aye pa ye no menim ne abia na ye kan ho na ye nko yi na ye nhwe se enum no a wo ye nkwasiafo na enum a wo ye nyansafo no ye mfansie ne enye ho ye kire nhira ka wura de se bra me kwayi ye no na me ka nyansafo no enu bi na yi kire se nyanya ye anyame enim ye no onyame nkasa asiesie ye edisie na me pese ye nyina ye nya adwene se ye kasa mabunu a ye na debia ye adwene ne se eye manko na ye ka ho asam da bi ye nya ye wo he enyina se wo ye be ma wo se yo bo wo nso wo ka ho bi wo nga ye anyame afrɛ mo se wo beye emabunu no wo nso wo ka ho bi Hallelujah. Amen. Making provision for extra oil. Sebeye debeye husiesie ama engo aya yebenya aka ne yewo dada no hono. When we talk about oil, a lot of things come into our mind. We have many types of oils. We have olive oil, we have coconut oil, we have palm kernel oil, we have um um what else? Palm oil, we have um what else? Quite a few oils. And, sorry, sunflower oil, vegetable oils, yes. And then everything that we know about oils come into our mind. But there is, there, is, there is a specific oil that God wants us to understand that that is needed for us to be able to walk worthy of Him. So that when He comes, we'll not be found wanting. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is the oil that we're going to talk about. It is not the one that you use for cooking. And it's not the one that you use to um, uh, um, uh, cream yourself. This is the oil of the Holy Spirit. And I believe you and I are ready to receive what it takes. Because it will take... A, a, because every oil, uh, it comes out by a press. Every oil comes out by a press. You can't get oil because um, it is, it's, it's, it's available and then you just scoop. And when you talk about oil, olive oil, it comes by the press of the olive fruit. When you talk about coconut oil, it comes by a pressing. Everything comes by pressing. And you and I are going to press in. You and I are going to work hard so that we will receive enough and much more to resist the season and to be able to stand in the times that we find ourselves. Because, beloved, I can tell you something. We live in perilous times. Perilous as dangerous times. Or very unpredictable times. Very wicked times and season. The Bible says there has never been any season in our lives so wicked, so perilous, so selfish, so self-centered, so unthankful, so very, very evil than the times that we find ourselves. And to take us pressing in to receive that which is needed for us to overcome. All the wiles of the evil one in the name of Jesus. Amen. Nani anu se ya kasa ngoa. Nani ama hudobe bre anasa ngoa hudobe bre nebe yetrimu. Nani ebe tini ya kanasa biya ya jengo. Anasa ngoko ko. Anasa kube ngoa. Ani sanfla. Ani ni ya kika ika hon. Na enyengwa ya yedinwe duya nene hwa sam na meka. Nemo enwubi wawwa enone yehiya. Se yansaka sa angone diya. Mene uye be tini ya jina ama ya ye. Adijuma diya onyame pa se ya ya ni ye tini ya ye. Echomuho. Na sa angono ena mene waka hwa sam. Na ube ngu se enwubi ya 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 fene angono. Anyase oh sorry ya na unusako bom na ude yasane. Dabi. Ni ya udi sile ya udi ya unu ya ni adijani yo. Ni ya udi jumabi ya ano. Enwubi ya ya ube ngu se enwubi ya no. Ayadi 
ya yemia dia babi ansa na ngono efimaba say ye ajengo ajengo obemia ajeno ansa na ngono efimaba abe o abe no obemia mefeno ansa na eh emuno efimefeno mo aba say sunflower sunflower aba no eno so obemia no kase ansa na efimaba mempai ne se bra onyame de sa kwenye yaman yi yesu ye bama ho kwan ne onyame de nam na sam so amia yen amanka sa ye bama kwan ha enwo ya ye behia atie dim edi djuma na ye ko di kunim no sango ne yen saka esasa bible se bra ya ye womi ani don ya ye womi no aye bra bre boni ha sa atimoden kasman kumnya ani ye nipa ya woni aye asasase suma no bri ema bida Enche ye praye mu ye den se ye betini agina aso nyame ani aye de nyame ehwehwa ye se yamakwan ama nyame amianyen ama ngoya ye hia no afie mu aba hallelujah amen it's very good it's very good god bless you <laughs> it's very good god bless you hallelujah amen and as i studied the word i began to pick up few things that i believe qualifies that oil that god wants us to have in the season that we find ourselves and i want us to turn our bibles to the book of exodus chapter 33 exodus 33 for verse 14 now bra me me so me free mu nyemu aba ebebrebe enti mo me yan hwe exodus bo se nguma ya tosu me no no the significance of the oil the significance of the oil because why do we need extra oil why do we need extra oil? You ask yourself, why? I mean, having enough when you're cooking, you, you just use enough oil to, to, to stew. Why do I need extra? What is it, what is it that is, is so significant that I don't only have to have enough oil, but I have to press in to have that extra. And I want us to look at the, the significance of that extra oil. Because that will determine whether we give up or we buckle in against, the all, against all the attacks or we are able to stand in the invasion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, my presence will go with you. So we're talking about the importance of the presence of God in pursuing that extra oil. You understand? If we want to get that extra oil, we have to come into the awareness of the significance of the presence of God in our lives. And so he said, and God said, my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. And then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will we be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight? Except you go with us, so we shall be separate, your people and I, from all, all the peoples who are upon the face of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I rather can say, in Shemudunayano, me and Kasa, medi wenima na mama wo wo ko me na o ka kire no se se wan kasa ne yen kode a ene ye emfa yen emfri ha nko na adien na wodi wodi bengunu wo ha se mene wo man ni anyo woni madom enye wo kro 
Hallelujah. Amen. The presence of God is that which separates us from others. In our pursuit to acquire that extra oil, we have to cultivate the awareness of the presence, the significance of the presence of God in our lives as believers. The presence of God distinguishes us. It gives us an impetus to, to, to overcome all the wiles of the enemy whilst we go forward into the place of appointment in our lives. The presence of God also gives you grace. Grace is the ability to do. Hallelujah. Amen. In our lives as Christians, every one of us have been given at the task to worship God in spirit and in truth. And it will take the grace of God to be able to work this out. Because the Bible tells us, commands us that we should work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. However, it is not an easy task. It is not something that you know that you can wake up this morning and determine that I am going to remain a Christian without the grace of God empowering you to become. And this comes by the acknowledgement and also by cultivating the presence of God for the journey. Hallelujah. Tell you, beloved, even as believers, your pastor, I'm a pastor, so I know. When I want a certain job done, I look amongst my congregation and I determine by the commitment of the people that God has given me, I determine who I can entrust a specific assignment to. Those that I can, I can confidently say that they will, can pre- represent me well. You understand? If I want to, to put a team together, I'm not just saying that, oh, five of you come together from the front. But I look and I determine amongst the congregation, those that I, I believe they are fit for the assignment. And so, it is very important that you and, you and I understand that. To qualify, to qualify for that extra oil, we need to bring ourselves to the position where God can, where God can trust you. And this comes by cultivating the presence of God. Because Moses, in, the, in his wisdom, he knew that Without the presence of God going with them. Because before, God has said, I will let my angel go with you. And I think Moses knows that angels are not as kind as God himself. Because I tell you something. When Balaam, (laughs) 
when Balaam wanted to go and prophesy against the people of God, after he had contended with God for a little while, and then God said, go. On his way, an angel of the Lord wasn't happy with the fact that he was going. <laughs> Have you heard that scripture? An angel of the Lord withstood him, even, God, even though God had said to him to go. Angels are not as generous as God is. And, and you know, they will cut you down. One angel cut down 185,000 people without even blinking. So you understand that angels, and they, they excel in strength. And, 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 and they will do anything to protect the glory of God. And so when they see that you and I are messing about, they don't mess about because they, they worship God. They see the reverence of God, the glory of God. And they don't understand why humanity will not respect God for who he is. So uh, Moses said, no, I mean, if, if you are not coming with us, because you are merciful, hallelujah, you have grace, you will give us the ability to do what we have to do, and it will also set us apart. This oil will set you apart. This oil will give you the, the ability to do what God commands you to do. When you wake up in the morning and you read the scriptures and God says, forgive your neighbor. Forgive the one who has sinned against you. And it's the grace of God that gives you. It is the presence of God. It, it's knowing that because God is with me, God is my help. I know I'll be able to give, forgive my sister or my, or my brother or my husband or my wife without fail. Hallelujah. Amen. It takes the presence of God. It takes the grace of God. And that is why you and I need to cultivate the awareness of the presence of God in the journey of receiving that extra oil in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The second thing that I have put down is the anointing. 
when you talk about the oil, it also talks about the anointing. So the significance of the anointing is also very paramount in our pursuit for that extra oil. Hallelujah. Amen. And yet, just be a the person, me body, me can say, "Kase, engona, eno aye ngosra." Say, say, "Kase, yebo ngoswa." Eno, jinao ema ngosra. Yebenya amaye chumidi edu juma. In First Samuel chapter ten, verse six to seven. I want us to look at the significance of the anointing and what the anointing does in the life of the believer in the pursuit of that extra oil. That is Samuel talking to Saul. Not Saul of Tarsus, but King Saul. He says, Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Hallelujah. Verse 7. And, and let it be, when these signs come, up, come to you, that you will do as the occasion demands for God is with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of my idea can't you do in Jamunsia and so on. Now, rather, one home, Bessie was so now. Now, only one Asham come. Now, what am I in? If I for fro, Nasa and Sanchini, Bamu, Mamua, Yadia won't serve us up. Bessos were offer. Now, Yangupong, a duachi. Amen. Amen. The anointing of God on your life, the Bible says that. What does it do? It turns you to another person. Saul was an ordinary man who was the youngest in his family. He comes from the least um, tribe in Israel. He was nothing. But God, God had seen him and God it was determined to make him the first king of Israel as the people demanded. And the Bible says that as he had, he, he, God commissioned Samuel to anoint Saul as the king of Israel. And this, this anointing, this anointing, anytime I read it, I realize that when the anointing of God comes upon you, you, are, you, you cease to be ordinary. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he said to Saul, and let it be when the signs come to you. Oh, no, no, no. Verse 6, please. Verse 6. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is anointed of God. And the Bible says that, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another person. It wasn't talking about the fact that you was going to prophesy. It was talking about what happens when the anointing of God comes upon a man. The person turns into another person. When that you receive that extra oil, you are set apart. You are not like, you are not like any other person. You are not like any other believer. You are different. We are preparing ourselves to be different. We are preparing ourselves to be distinguished. We are preparing ourselves for the coming of our King. And it takes the anointing of God. The anointing of God to set us apart. So that when the King comes, He will see those who have turned into another person. The anointing of God will change the way you do things. The anointing of God will empower you. The anointing of God will, will make you different from everybody else. And that is why we need that, that extra oil so that when Christ comes, we'll be caught together with him. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Bra ya on yamesuma, a yo di for some was on cofoning or no, and was sana a bay and any alcatia and a se, and was sending to Badana Yunipa fro, and Yanum sang was sending by a Badana Yunipa fro, and was sending by a Bayasro uncle, and was sending by a Bayanga ya, when ye are seeing China, your Badanso, Asino Bibia, Engineer Mepatan Sunni said, Say a man of Kaimans and was sending Badia, Yamoka Kana near my Yayano, a Badana for fro, and if I never say, Yandia was sent out by Sunjano, or Yamia. Hallelujah. Amen. And the verse 7. Let's look at the verse 7. And let it be when these signs come upon you, when the anointing comes upon you, that you will do as the occasion demands, for God is with you. When the anointing comes upon you, when the occasion demands, meaning that when every situation arises, when every, any challenge comes your way, when anything that is so much, too much for you to handle, the Bible says that you'll be able to do it because why God is with you. The anointing of God brings it to a place where God, where you are, God is. Hallelujah. Because God is the initiator of the anointing. And He's the one who empowers us. He's the one who strengthens us. So He was saying that to Saul, because God is with you, any occasion, any situation, any difficult circumstance that comes upon you, when the occasion demands it, you'll be able to perform exactly as God would want you to. Hallelujah. Amen. Give it up for Jesus. Bon, Give it up for, for Jesus. Now, okay, Give it up for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, the anointing performed this awesome work in the lives of the believer, according to Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And I want us to look at what the anointing does in the life of every Christian. Mm. It shall come to pass in that day. Which day is it? The day when the anointing comes upon you. That his burden, whose burden is that? That his burden will be taken away from your shoulders. The devil's burden, the devil's weight, the weight of sin, the burden of pain, shackles, chains. It says that burden will be taken away from your shoulders. And the yoke his yoke, the devil's yoke upon your neck will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. So the anointing, that extra oil also breaks every satanic yoke and limitations of your, over your life. Hallelujah. Amen. The anointing comes and, 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 and releases you and, and frees you to serve your maker. Amen. The devil's yoke he didn't say the yoke. He says his yoke and his burden will be taken away. The devil's yoke 
of sin, of limitations, of, of, of hardship will be taken away and his yoke will be destroyed. Why? Because you carry the anointing oil. See, many times when preachers are preaching this, we say, and the yoke will be broken because of the anointing. We've, we stop on the anointing. But it's not just the anointing. It's the oil. It's the oil. That extra oil that you get. That is the oil that will differentiate you. Will break the yoke of your neck. Will release the burden of you. It's that extra oil that will cause you to stand tall as a believer. And, 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 and having done all to stand against anything the enemy tries to put on your neck and your shoulders. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When the oil comes, you'll be free to serve. To worship. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, the significance of the oil can never be underestimated. Tomorrow we will talk about the influence of the oil in our everyday lives. Hallelujah. The oil also brings illumination. It, it makes the light shine. According to Exodus chapter 27, verses 20. And one also, am I yet shine? Am I a cania a shine? Exodus, are you so? And you no, no. And he shall command the children of Israel that they bring pure oil of pressed oil, olives for the light to cause the lamb to burn continually. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we can tell Israel, must say, Bon fa and wo and wo ya kroje and I ama a fee olive abanumo abano. Bon fa ma won fa mu kanyanumo. Now, to me, a derida. Hallelujah. Amen. We are the light of the world, as Christ said. You and I are the lights. So, God has made us light. Meaning that, um, just uh, imagine yourself as, um, you know that lantern that we used to use before? And then when you become born again, God puts um, an, a, a measure of oil in that lantern 
so that you can burn. So he says you are the light. And so you start off your Christian walk with an amount or a quantity of oil in that lantern. Hallelujah. But what Christ, God was demanded of his people was that daily we will bring that extra oil. Yes? That extra oil that will keep the fire. Because it is, you know, the wick in the lantern with the oil that causes the, um, the, the, what can then, what can then, um, the, the, the lantern to, to burn, the wick to burn, the oil that makes the wick burn for the light to, to shine. And so without the oil, no, you know, when we run out, I remember many, many, many years ago, when the lights go off, and we ran out, we've run out of oil. My mom was a baker. And so every time we needed a lot of oil in the house, the kerosene, which is the oil, and um, so that when the lights go off, we can have lanterns to, um, to, to put in the, um, uh, the place where we put the bread, so the, breads will, the bread will rise. If there is no light, the bread will fall. And there will not be any, anything to bake in the morning. And God is saying that the oil will cause the lamp to continually burn. Without the oil, your, the one that Christ gave you in the beginning in your walk, it will run out. But God says, bring, every time bring extra oil. That extra oil will keep the light burning continually. Less your light will be cut off. You see why the, uh, the virgins, some of them didn't have, didn't meet the bridegroom. They had no light. They had no oil. They were not burning. We have to have enough oil. We have to bring daily pressed. That's why he said pressed olives. We work hard. I'm going to show you how you can always tap in that extra oil so that you will always have enough to keep the fire of the Holy Spirit continually burning in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. I hear you do for Bray about Christo, Mono Christo, and my angle. And then my canyon as The Bible say yeni as I so I and as a cania. Ain't ye a caniano Bible, my young say yes, a canyon, but there a dad, yes, a caniano de bia, even yango. Jadano na yenyanya, ayenyam kaniana yenyam kaniana yesoba krasi anasa siubere sani atiano kero crazy na yenyangono na wasiye ena yantu magono edda crazy no manasa ngunumu eno na yama kaniana eti miso yenyamba fana sana mema metu panunti debia sa yesi yesi panono ediagu panodemo amana pa yenyabiatoa yenyese awasi yeso kaniano ni yangu kwa yeye bafaso asiyesha aya panono aya sana ni nabegu fama anapa yenyabintu. Say Yamimana Yabanyamimuna Yesu, Eden Wogu Yakani anymore. I saw Kanyana Mayana. Oh, that's a down a da, send your house is a forno. Send down a da, young fan, and who can you? Nam Pandura Yakaniano, Ewa, and one of the year. A Jano and Nasa Kanyana Bokoswara Ashley. Menuaya yet, a high any Kanya Emaviasiano. Bible say Yan Shen, dear. Down a da, yes, a young or Edia Guyakanimu. Nam Braya Yakanimuno, much now Kanya Yabafaso, not down a double to me up. Emia Okania Ebiano Sabayana Mono Ebi Baba Amadiagu Kanyan Emu. Hallelujah. Amen. Dearly beloved, it is not an easy road. Oh, was it Kavi Road? It was a Kavi Road, was it? It's not an easy road. There are trials 
and troubles for many other pressures we meet. It's not an easy road, but the Savior is with us. His presence gives us joy every day. It's not an easy road, no. It's not an easy road. Oh, no. It's not an easy road. But Jesus walks beside us. Oh, it brightens the journey. And he lightens every path of It's not an easy road. Anybody who thinks Christianity is easy, or who says to you it's easy, has lied to you. Because suddenly you are plunged into a battle, a warfare zone. Suddenly you have been engrafted into an army. You are a soldier. <coughs> Whether you like it or not, you are a soldier. The devil is a liar. Amen. How to keep the oil? How to keep the oil burning and to keep that extra oil? First of all, we have to intensify our commitment to God. And by this, we, uh, we do that by the word of God by prayer, by sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and obedience to God. Hallelujah. In Colossians chapter 3 verse 16, it says, let the word of God dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the word of God dwell in you richly, in all wisdom. Without the word of God dwelling in you richly, in all wisdom, that extra oil will be diminished. That oil that you had will be diminished. Christopher says, let it dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Allow the wisdom of God to guide you in the word so that that oil will be perpetually burning 
and that you will always have this extra. Because the word of God is the life of God. The word of God is God himself. And as you allow God to, to dwell in you richly, there is no way that extra oil will not be at work in your life. Amen. Now, in Tioka, say, the word was with God. The word was God. The word was with God and the word was God. The word is God. The word of God is God. God is his word. And as you allow the word of God to dwell in you richly, you are just positioning yourself in God in such a way that nothing can take you out. Because the Bible says that, interestingly, they both slept while the bridegroom tarried. They both slept. All the ten virgins, the wise and the fools, they all, they all slept. But because these people were connected to the word of God, they had that extra oil. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you are my Emma, and you are my my Bible said, in Fisiasiano, and I no, and I am no, a young Yankopon, a summoner, and in Yankopon, and they said, Yang, yet you are seminal, not some letter, yet you moody, let us say, Yang, and Yame, and Awahono. One was said, Bible, no, can't send that, a year, a Mabu, a Dunina, Bravo, China, I throw, Kuni, M. M. Yamayano, when you now were to die. Hallelujah. Amen. And then prayer. Jude 20. The significance of us praying in the Spirit. Because you see, it's the Holy Spirit. We talk about the Holy Spirit being the anointing, also being the presence of God in our lives. It's so significant. If you don't pray in tongues, I will encourage you that what, I mean, when the, 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 you have the opportunity to see your, your local uh, leaders or the pastors, however you do it, make sure you don't enter 2021 without praying in tongues. <laughs> because you said, but you, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Building yourself up in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. As, as you pray in the Holy Spirit, the Bible says in Romans, when you pray in tongues, you do what? You edify yourself. You build yourself up. And so Jude is saying that the more you pray in the Holy Spirit, the more you pray in tongues, the more you pray in the Word, the more you pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit, you are building yourself up in the most holy, in your, in your, in your, your, not there, your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves, it helps you keep yourself in the love of God, 
looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto what? Eternal life. So all that we are doing, we are working this unto what? Eternal life. Verse 21. We are doing all this, working ourselves towards what? Eternal life. The coming of Christ. When we will spend eternity with Him. And so the more you pray, the more you pray, the more you pray, you are building yourself up. Let me leave that for him. Now, yes, I hear you that in Timur, you know, Bible says, Namo Adofodia, Monfamo Winsi, Mujidia Kron Kron, also Mount Pire, Hong Kong Kron Kron to me, Emu, the Anubacono, and Famo in Sierra and Yanko Pondomo, Namon Yamon Chang, Yan Radi Yes Christo Mubruno, and Koda and Komo. When you are so well, now you are Jidini, we are Christoni, Nasa Unikasa for Fro Empire, and not the Emma and Yawanibri. Se wonra afia ya de animu afi opinu adwenu eba akonumu wobre aya wonni saa kwanya sa obobo mpaye ehonkonkon etumimu esanse se sana babo kase empanduro ya obo paye ehonkonkon mu no na wonkasa na wohye wo den wonkasa na wohye dene wonkasa na wohse wokania wohse wokante ayennam amma tumeni ahode ahia no wotumeni apia kwa nimu no enti se wonni saa atade na but modern is and as a way I Now watch me and Yadi, now watch me a bompire, oh, concrete to me. Now danger the hymn, I said, and pandered by a yasano, yet is yes, yeah, one, 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 it's a great preacher. <clears throat> so number one, the first one is what? Allowing the word of God to dwell in you richly. The second one is what? Praying in the Holy Spirit. The third one is how we respond to the delays in our expectations in life. You see, I have come, I think God has, <laughs> I have always said that God has used my life as a lab, lab, laboratory um, um, a, a lab, a lab, to test everything. Maybe there are few things that he has to test. But I tell you, one of the most pivotal things that he has tested in my life is the spirit of patience in waiting for him. In waiting for him. I've come to understand that there are many things, when I look at my, my colleagues, my friends, those that I began my Christian work with, and I look at how far God has brought them and, and where I am. I realize that there is so much that God has spoken to me and prophetically, but I haven't yet seen them. And God, in, in, in working this spirit of patience in me, has brought me to the point to have such trust, confidence, assurance in the God that I, I, I serve. In that I believe that whatever he has spoken about my life, irrespective of how long it takes, I have come to understand that he is faithful and true. Amen. He is faithful and true. And that with patience, I will obtain the promise. Amen. It is difficult to watch people do so well. People that you think, maybe you know more, you, 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 
you know, you think. I'm not saying you do, but you think you do. <laughs> you think you know more. You can break down the scriptures more. You have more anointing. You have you can you know a long list of things, and they are making it. They have mega churches, and you are nursing a small one, and and but God has said to you that I have greater plans for you. It takes your ability. According to let's read this scripture. Let's read this scripture in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter six and the verse twelve. Ebo <laughs> That you don't become sluggish. But imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Whilst they were all waiting for the bridegroom, the foolish ones became sluggish. And some, because of the complaint and because of the attitude that we have towards waiting, we become sluggish. There's no fire in us. You know, you've given up already. The Bible says, when Christ comes, will he find faith? That scripture always baffles me. The Bible didn't say, will he find love? Isn't love the greatest thing? Uh, 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 uh. According to First Corinthians 13, it says, now abide faith, hope and love. The greatest is love. So I would expect the Bible to say that when Christ comes, will he find love on earth? No. Faith. Why? It is the faith of God that holds. It is the anchor. Faith is the anchor. Faith and hope, your expectation and your understanding that God will do it, holds your mind. It holds your spirit. It holds you perfectly established. And the confidence assurance that God will do it. And then even that is an extra oil. Because when all are given up, you are holding on to the altar and say, Rather, oh yeah. you won't pass me by. Mm. Yeah. Whatever you said about me, mm-hmm. it will surely come to pass. Amen. And so that faith and that patience gives you that extra oil on those who are given up already. And so God, you, all your friends have become millionaires at 30. You are still the messenger in the office. But the, your friends were there when God said, you own that company they are managers in. And you wonder, would this ever happen? It is your faith and your patience. 
and your ability to hold on to the promises of God. That is why you have to allow the word of God to dwell in you richly. You and I must allow the word because when the word is in us, richly, not just in you, but it has to be rich. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It takes. God will come through. And that becomes an extra oil. Because I know many people that gave up. When we first became believers, oh, there were many of us. Along the line, they gave up. Because what they heard God say, what happened didn't happen when they expected it. The Bible said, they all slept. I want, you to, I want to finish this. I want to say this before you give the interpretation. In the verses 25 of Matthew 20, verses 8 and 9 of Matthew 25. The Bible says, And the foolish said to the wise, Give me some of your oil, for alarms are going out. But the wise said, answered them, saying, No, lest there will not be enough for us and you, but rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Hallelujah. Give us some of yours. And you know, for this journey, it's not about me and you. It's you alone. Yeah. Yesterday we learned that Jesus said in, uh, uh, that in the last days two people will be lying in the bed. One will be taken, one will be left. Just imagine. Even your own spouse, you might not go with them. How much more friends? How much more family members? It is an individual decision and an individual work with God. In the season that we find ourselves, I tell you, we are going to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. We're going to work it out in a way that when all are falling, because the Bible says there shall be a falling away. Before Christ comes, there shall be a falling away. Many believers will be offended. They will leave the faith. Many believers will even curse God and, and, and say that what I believed was a lie. Because of deception. But you and I have been brought into this place. In this three days convention. To, to imbibe an extra oil. Eh? So that for those in Hebrews chapter 12. The Bible says some did not receive the promise. But they stood. Some of them did not obtain the promise. But they stood. Some of them. Is the promise of God the yardstick for your service or your belief in the God who is able to preserve you unto eternal life? Where is your devotion and your commitment? Is it, only, is it solely on His promise or on the fact that you know that there is a, a heaven waiting? There is an eternal life awaiting you. Hallelujah. I want us to come to a place after these three days that is not about a prophetic word. I said yesterday, this work is about salvation and heaven. Anything in between is bonus. You're being saved and your ability to hold fast to the end. Anything in, be in between if God blesses you with your house, praise God. If He blesses you with your car, hallelujah. 
If he blesses you with a husband or children, you thank him. No husband, no children, just thank him. Because the, a man's life, Jesus said, does not consist of the abundance of things he possesses. Hallelujah. Amen. We brought nothing into this world and we'll take nothing with us. And I want us to come to that awareness that the extra oil doesn't just happen because you belong to this church, this great assembly. It, the extra oil comes because you and I are going to fill ourselves with the word of God, with prayer and tenacity. Tenacity! You understand? Kakakra, and the mama, I will carry on. Now, and you know, ni ampesa yeti asya, sani ababu lakase, na mwanya nya, na umo, mwanya wonga, wana mtidiye no, abuji, abuji chile, so nya, abosya no, asya for. Edu bebi anaya ya yesa ah asuma si kura bebi wadri akoi kura no ye shanka mwoni mudia eseno he kura minimude eseno asuma si anya no ho asam na mo se onyame aka bibia fa ho na nya mamuno ye betumi anya hotoso ekura nyame musa nyame aka sachie bia no ebeye sachie kura ebebom saade no na me pesa me no ye tumi edru ho aye nya saade no mu ansode a edu bebi a anya bi bebi ebeji ebedi asabamu na ye nya obe wo se matio nsempa etie de no enum no ye te se eya mabunu enkwasafo no wo ka kire nyasafo no se wo maye mungu ni bi na emu moye wode ma wode ma enkwasafo no se debi se ye mambo bi a ye ye wo no enso yen ene mo eso yen ti monko ba bi ye ton no no na monko nkoto bi enuanom ejidifo bebre ayanya bebre ayebote bebre ayenyu ada enkasa de awhwane ne nsankan fraye nyame afraye no eya sewa fraye ba kristo mu na yen ye betumi akura mu ahwe onyame ani mu ade ye ho ato no so na ye sum onyame na ye nyan kwaje ne ye wantam obi ano sa ne no amekire ye no sa ye dan sa ye aware sa ye sika sa ye ka eno de eya jara keke enji ne nyama ye se ene se bra onyame afraye ba kristo mu no yen ye betumi de ye ho ato awrade so na ye twen no na ye sum onyame na ye hia masa ye de nam ye Nyanu Yen praya me afrenya yenu tie yen na wasa yapem kwa kan sane yen hwane ma yen pa onokwafo ne 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 wafrayen na onwara na obeye eti ye de be ye be ho beto awrade so na onyame a yo nokwafo no setie bia no ye die wom na abeka na yen bibia ya ye sankan ye no emma ye nyanyae mo ma yen fasa hoden ene nam ye no empre enye yen kwaje no ho adwuma hallelujah Amen. 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 That needs a clap. That needs a clap. That needs a clap. The fact that we are wearing masks doesn't limit our response to the word of God when it comes so strong to us. And I want us to rise up on our feet as we ask God for that extra oil. You give us the grace for that extra oil. The understanding 
Father, give me, give me the understanding of the importance of your presence with me. The importance of the anointing on my life. The value of being patient. Being patient with you. That in all things, Father, I will be able to overcome. That extra oil. The presence of your spirit is important to me. Your glory is important to me. Your grace is important to me in the journey of life. Oh Lord, I need I need this. This is that which separates me from the rest. This is that which separates me from the others. Father, distinguish me with your extra oil. As I wait on you in these three days. Father, give me what that which is needed for me to stand in the season that I find myself. Lift up your hands and talk to God. That extra oil is needed, Lord. We all, you and I need it. I need it, you need it. In the name of Jesus. We need it. You and I need it. Ask God. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. He's faithful. Talk to Him. He's merciful. Talk to Him. He says, Ask. He doesn't hold back. He gives liberally. Ask. Ask. Anyone who lacks. The Bible says, ask. That extra oil. Extra oil. The Bible says that. The wise, they took it. They took it. It didn't just come. They took it. Take your extra oil. Take your extra oil. In the name of Jesus. In the word of God. In prayer. In patience. In faith. Father, you are in confidence of the God who has promised you that He is faithful. Fawu oil, fawu oil, fa. In the name of Jesus, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. Work it out, your salvation. Work it out in your commitment. Work it out in your diligence. Work it out in your faithfulness to God's righteous cause. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus Hallelujah mm. The same again I will never look I've closed the door I will walk the path I run the race and I will never be the same. I will never be. I will never be the same.
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 